Hello from the Good Life Kit. Today I'll share with you a simple exercise that can help you deal with challenging feelings without getting absorbed in them. With this exercise, you can build emotional resilience in four easy steps. Most of us don't know what to do with our difficult emotions and we come to believe that to stay strong, we need to suppress our emotions. We hide our feelings, we pretend not to feel them. Though well-intentioned, these strategies are misguided. As we attempt to make ourselves happier, we ironically end up creating more suffering for ourselves. Think about it this way. When we acknowledge our difficult emotions without judging or rushing to change them, we create a space between the emotion and our usual reaction to it. This way, we open up the possibility of responding to our difficult emotions in a more uh, wiser and flexible manner. And research confirms this to a certain extent. According to a research done at UC Berkeley, people who constantly judge their emotions harshly and resist acknowledging them end up feeling more psychologically stressed. On the other hand, people who habitually accept their negative emotions experience fewer negative emotions and report fewer mood disorder symptoms even after six months. I think this is Amazing. When we suppress our difficult emotions, we paradoxically feel worse. In contrast, when we accept difficult emotions, they diffuse more quickly. And that's what we ultimately want. Other research has also shown that suppressing emotions lead to fewer close relationships, less social support, lower satisfaction with life, poorer memory, elevated blood pressure, and decreased immune system function. I hope all these research findings give you more motivation to learn how to relate to your emotions in a more helpful way and thereby stop the chain reaction that escalates our pain unnecessarily. This exercise is called RAIN. It's an acronym. This acronym was first coined about 20 years ago. More recently, I have seen Tara Brach, who has a PhD in clinical psychology and who blends Western psychology and ancient Eastern teachings in our work, use this technique. And there are different versions of this exercise. And this is, like, this is basically my version of it. Since my background is in academic research, I try to link the different stages of the exercise with recent empirical findings in psychological research. I also put down below the, uh, in the description section more information about the relevant researchers in case you want to dig deeper and you can always um, ask questions in the comments section and I'll be happy to answer. So let's expand on what RAIN stands for. R is recognizing what is happening. A is allowing life to be just as it is. I is investigating your inner experience with some kindness and compassion. And is about non-identification. This is about learning the right way to put distance between yourself and your emotions. If you're ready, we're gonna start now. So find a comfortable yet awake posture. If you like, you can let your eyes close and just settle into your body. You might take a few full breaths. Breathe deeply into your belly and let your belly rise and then allow your body to relax with a slow out breath. Just release and let go. Take a couple of breaths this way. This will help you feel more grounded in the present moment. Then bring to mind a current situation in which you feel stuck, that you feel like you don't have many choices or something you find challenging to deal with that elicits a difficult reaction that deep down you know that it doesn't really serve you well. See what comes to mind. And this is a practice for life. So start with something small. You'll have um, more time to practice it. 
So as you're new to the practice, it will be easier for you to learn it by starting with something that is not too overwhelming. As you think about this challenging situation, explore what emotions are being generated from the situation right here and now. It might be very obvious, it might be one strong emotion, there might be a lot of emotions, or you might struggle to identify what you're feeling. No matter what emotion you are feeling, try to let go of the judgment. Just explore in a curious and kind way and give it a soft label. In a friendly tone, you might note, that's anger, that's frustration that's sadness, that's confusion, whatever you are feeling, just label it. Research shows that by attaching labels to our feelings, we can change our experience of emotions. We can basically make our pain less intense. There is also neuroscientific evidence showing that putting feelings into words shifts us from an emotional state to a thinking state. This finding, I think, reinforces that when we, la we label our emotions, rather than proceeding without thinking, we create a space between the emotion and our response. Keeping in mind that emotions are complex, if you identified only one emotion, don't stop there. Sometimes we use general umbrella terms to describe how we feel, so it's worth exploring which emotions might be buried beneath the most obvious one. For instance, if you identified stress as what you feel, don't stop there, because stress usually acts as a container for many raw feelings. Ask yourself, what might be some other emotions that are hidden underneath that stress? This question usually reveals very helpful information. When you search for the feelings that may lurk below the surface, you might find out that your stress includes moments of worry or moments of helplessness. Your answer basically will give insight into why you feel stressed. So make sure to dig deeper. Research also shows that the more accurate and the more nuanced we are with labeling our emotions, the more skilled we get in understanding our emotions. And the more skilled we get in understanding our emotions, basically, uh, we can deal better with them. Then when you are ready, direct your attention back to what seems to be the strongest emotion that you are currently feeling. And repeat the label of that emotion to yourself one more time and explore how this emotion physically manifests in your body. We now slowly move our attention out of our head and into our body because it's not enough to have a concept of a feeling in our mind. We also have a visceral experience of our emotions in our body. Body and mind work together. Feeling the emotion physically in our body also helps us drop the storyline. It lets us move away from the memories of the past and projections of the future, from our worries, regrets, constant planning, and just physically sense the emotion. So first, explore where the feeling lives in your body. And secondly, what does it feel like? It might be a tightness in your throat, a twisting feeling in your gut, or your chest might feel heavy or feel constricted. Whatever is happening in your body, just observe it with a gentle awareness. Then direct your focus of attention to the part of the body where the sensations are the strongest. Again, you don't have to do anything about the sensations. Just stay with the awareness of them to the degree that you can. This is the second stage of RAIN. Here we just acknowledge our experience and allow our experience to be just as it is. We are not trying to fix anything or make anything go away. We simply train ourselves to soften our resistance to feeling uncomfortable emotions physically in our body. Because when we resist our feelings, as research shows and as I repeatedly tell you, we create additional unnecessary suffering. 
To facilitate this process, you can also gently put your hand on where the emotion is felt. For instance, it might be your throat, heart, gut, wherever you feel it. Touch is a physical gesture of love and warmth. Touch is also the first of the five senses we develop as humans. That means as babies, it's our primary form of communication and it's our primary form of experiencing the world. A supportive touch, research shows, triggers the release of oxytocin, which promotes feelings of trust. It also reduces the level of stress hormone cortisol in our body and calms cardiovascular stress. So give it a try. Another thing you can try is to breathe deeply into those places where the sensations are the strongest. When you breathe in, feel that there is some sense of expansion. And when you breathe out, feel that there is some sense of relaxation. As you sit with your feelings for a while and become more present in your experience, see if the sensations change and how they change. As we observe the intensity of our physical sensations change from moment to moment in our body, we come to experience the emotions changing nature. Now we move to the next stage of RAIN, which is about investigating. At this stage, you try to understand what you need to hear to feel supported and cared for as you experience this difficult emotion. Perhaps you can start with acknowledging the difficulty of what's happening one more time. Then you can ask yourself, what do I need to hear right now? How can I help and support myself? What does this feeling want from me? Is it love? Is it encouragement? Is it understanding, acceptance, forgiveness, perhaps just feeling safe? What message you might offer yourself at this moment? To facilitate this, you can think of a friend or a loved one who might have been going through the same situation. What would you say to them to support and give perspective to them? When our inner voice continually criticizes us, it might be difficult to support ourselves. Talking to ourselves as we would a friend, as a researcher Kristen Neff suggests, can give us a template for uh, to relate to ourselves in a more understanding and compassionate manner. Another way you can facilitate this process is to ask yourself what an ideally compassionate and wise person will say to you, or if you are lucky enough to have a really compassionate and wise figure in your life, just imagine that person and think about what message of wisdom they might offer you in this difficult moment. Research shows the importance of showing compassion to ourselves um, in a very strong way. In one study, people were asked to write a self-compassionate letter to themselves every day for seven days. This brief intervention reduced depression for three months and increased people's happiness levels for up to six months. In other words, it's really important that we offer ourselves understanding, not criticism, in face of difficulties. So check in with yourself and think about what message of support you might offer yourself. Now we move to the final stage. This stage is about non-identification. The first three steps of RAIN require some work in our parts. In contrast, the end of RAIN expresses the outcome of this hard work, the realization that we reach. And this realization um, can arise spontaneously, but it might not be so obvious the first time you practice this exercise. It wasn't for me, and this is totally fine. Basically, uh, when we stay with our emotions, we realize that the experience of emotions as they manifest in our body are ever-changing. They're constantly arising, seizing, and evolving in the open space of our mind and body. It's fascinating to realize that our emotions are not as solid as we sometimes think they are. This is 
I think really important because when we think our emotions are solid, we feel trapped in them. In reality, our inner experiences changing continuously. We are not defined by any limited set of emotions, and this realization brings about a natural sense of freedom. And that's basically it. When you are ready, you can open your eyes. Hopefully, this exercise gives you somewhere to turn in when you experience painful emotions. This video should act as a general foundation for this practice. As long as you keep the acronym RAIN in your mind, you can do this exercise wherever and whenever you want. You don't need any other instructions. Before I close, I'll also share a couple of additional tips. Uh, if you uh, want to hear more, please stay. So if you feel an emotion in an intense way, you might prefer to talk to yourself using your own name or refer to yourself as you. Instead of asking, what am I feeling right now? I would ask myself, what is Iran feeling right now? When you first practice this, it might feel silly or you might already be doing this. You might already be referring to yourself by your name. But just try and see if it works if you haven't done it before because research shows that people experience less distress when they analyze their feelings using their own name rather than stating I or me. Talking to yourself using your own name in a sense, creates a psychological distance and makes the emotional experience less overwhelming and therefore less difficult to work through. The second additional point is that um, in the investigation stage, you can dig deeper and check your thoughts and beliefs surrounding the emotion that you're feeling. This will help you better understanding the meaning you attach to your feelings and let you be aware of your thoughts' power to cause you suffer needlessly. Maybe you have really friendly thoughts. I'm just... Um, assuming that they're not that friendly. So to facilitate this, you can ask yourself, what am I believing right now? How well are my beliefs serving me? Are they holding me back in any way? We usually take our beliefs for granted, but they're not always accurate. They can also be incomplete or worse, can simply be false. But avoid judging yourself for having these beliefs or thought, thought patterns. There's no need to make your thoughts the enemy. Our purpose is to simply identify what is not serving us well so that we can replace it. It's something more accurate and helpful. So once we get to know the energy of our difficult emotions better and show sense of, sense of friendliness toward our habitual patterns of thinking about and reacting to them, we can become more flexible in how we respond to our difficult emotions and thereby build our emotional resilience. And finally, if you feel like you cannot cope with your emotions by yourself, please don't hesitate to seek professional help. Reaching out and asking for help when we need it is a sign of courage and strength, not weakness. It shows us that we, are, we care about ourselves and our well-being. Thank you for listening and taking time for yourself. <laughs>